This is Ozarks at Large. A lot of news happened this week. Let's spend a few moments catching up. Election Day was Tuesday, and Ozarks at Large's Daniel Carruth spent some time catching up with voters at their polling places. My name's Gabe Peters. I'm from Springdale, currently live in Fayetteville. I'm Hayden Peters. I'm Gabe's little brother. I live in Springdale. I came out today because I felt like my opinion matters. I feel like if I didn't say anything, then I wouldn't be allowed to like complain or have any opinion over what happens in the government. I just feel it's my civil duty. This isn't my first time voting. Um, I feel it's very important that people come out and let their voices be heard. Um, like Hayden said, you know, you can't really complain if you don't get out there and vote. So make your voice heard and make sure you're counted. Yeah, and was this your first time voting? It was my first time All voting. All right, how'd it go? How'd you feel about it? Uh, it felt a little easier than I expected it to be. Honestly, I was a little overwhelmed going into it, but once you, like, get behind the screen, it, it's easy. It's all simplified pretty well. And then for you, like, is this, do you often vote in midterms, or do you, like, I, turn I, out for every... I try and vote as often as I can for, for every matter that really matters in my opinion then yeah i try to get out there and vote as much as possible yeah and did you guys feel like prepared for the midterms did you feel like you kind of knew what was on the ballot and what you were going to vote for i felt more prepared for the issues than previous years as far as the options we had to vote for i feel like i knew about as much as any other year Sure. Uh, my name is Lillian, and I came out to vote because I felt like there were certain matters that my vote, you know, could possibly make a change, and I wanted to do my part. Um, our daughter would have been 18 years old and would have been able to vote, but unfortunately she passed away last year, and so some of the issues that I felt were important to her were my responsibility as the parent to vote on her behalf as well. We just heard from Lillian Botts, as well as Gabe Peters and Hayden Peters, just a few of the stories of why voting matters. Four potential amendments to the Arkansas Constitution were on the ballot this November, and all four failed. Issue 1 would have allowed the state legislature to call itself into special session, and it failed by a 21-point margin. Issue 2 would have raised the threshold for future ballot measures to pass to a 60% margin instead of the current 50% margin. The votes failed 59 to 41. Issue 3 was to create a religious freedom amendment for the state constitution. This one failed by just under 8,000 votes across the state. And finally, Issue 4, the citizen-initiated measure to legalize recreational marijuana in the state, failed 56 to 44. Governor-elect Sarah Huckabee Sanders is naming Kevin Crass to lead her transition team. He is a senior partner in the litigation practice group at Eldridge & Clark LLP in Little Rock, a website dedicated to news about the transition, govelect.arkansas.gov, also launched yesterday. The 2022 election isn't over yet in Alma. There will be a runoff for mayor after none of the five candidates seeking the office received enough votes to win on Tuesday. Now remember, 50% plus one is what people need to win for an election here in Arkansas. Jimmy Fincher received 34% of the vote and will be in the December 6th runoff. However, his opponent isn't yet known. Just one vote, one vote separates the second and third place finishers, Edward Wakefield and Gary Perry. Provisional ballots will need to be assessed to determine who will advance 
to the runoff. There is a recount set for next week to determine the final tally in the race for Heifel Mayor. Voters in the Benton County community delivered 290 votes for Chris Holland and 288 for Jeremy Rogers. Overseas ballots and provisional ballots could alter the final count before the race's final certification one week from today. I'm noticing a theme here, Kyle. Yeah. Voters in Craighead County and the city of Jonesboro approved a ballot measure that will cut the funding of the library system in half. The measure will take two mills of funding and reduce it to one mill. Iris Stevens, with Citizens Taxed Enough, is pleased with the decision. This is what the democratic process through a democratic vote is all about. And, you know, we put out, I thought, excellent information and then let people make the decision. I can't say I'm feeling good. I feel... Uh, if nothing else, a little bit vindicated that the you know the information that we put out, I think got out to people, and that's what we were willing to happen. Executive Director of the Craighead County Jonesboro Public Library, Vanessa Adams, believes a year-long controversial issue about certain books in the library is what led to the decision. I really think that there was just so much negative publicity, and I think it was just easier to believe it than to try to understand the ballot measure. I really do. I just think that people didn't want to try to figure it out. They just believed what they heard, and it was a lot of very negative campaigning. Adams says she will meet with the library board to see what will happen next. There have been projections of locations closing and services being slashed. Citizens Taxed Enough states the library can still be fully funded and surplus revenues can be given back to the citizens. The University of Arkansas Board of Trustees will meet a week from today in Fayetteville for a public vote to select the next chancellor of the University of Arkansas. That meeting will also be streamed live via Zoom. Governor Asa Hutchinson's last budget before he leaves office includes $550 million in new education funding, more than $13 million directed towards new spending for foster care needs, and $40 million for the new state government employees pay plan. The budget also includes a $255 million surplus for fiscal year 2024 and a $300 million surplus for fiscal year 25. The board of the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement is strongly urging Arkansans to get vaccinated for flu before Thanksgiving. In a statement calling the flu season in Arkansas early and aggressive, the ACI board warned not getting vaccinated before the holiday could exacerbate an already accelerated flu season. The U.S. Marshals Museum in Fort Smith is taking another step toward being completely open. The museum's gift store, The Outpost, is now open to the public. A press release this week indicates the new store will be open Monday through Friday from 10.30 to 1.30 and by appointment. And the John Brown University women's soccer team again bringing the Sooner Athletic Conference Championship trophy back to Salem Springs. JBU won its third consecutive title last night, defeating top seed science and arts 2-0 in Chickasha, Oklahoma. JBU will find out its opponent for the first round of the NAIA National Championship Tournament Monday morning.